Nebraska football used to be built on being physical, being tough, and working harder than the other team. Um, and there's some pieces that have been missing here that we're going to try to get back. The Nebraska that I knew and the strength and conditioning and what was expected of them and what kids look like physically, um, that's not really what we're walking back into, but that's what Zach Duvall is here for. And I, I think we got guys on the team that can be great offensive linemen, but we got to go to work in the weight room. We got to cut our body fat. We got to eat right. We got to get stronger and we got to get in better shape. The goal is going to be simple. It's going to be to get better day by day to get better. A lot of people say they have the best fans in the country. Uh, I think selling out a spring game in three days uh, kind of puts that argument to bed. Can't believe there's going to be 85,000 for a spring game, uh, but that's Nebraska, so go Big Red. Day by day, day by day, we get better and better. We get better and better. We get better and better. We get better and Ah, the sound of toxic masculinity. Welcome to Check with Chip. I'm Chip Maxwell. It's a sports Saturday on Check with Chip. It's a spring game Saturday in Nebraska. The red-white game, the annual intra-squad scrimmage to cap the spring practice season for college football's Nebraska Cornhuskers. That opening audio was produced by my brother Tim, the Bomber, a Check with Chip patron, by the way. That raucous conclusion is the end of a prayer, the team says, before hitting the field to start the game. Most teams have a prayer or chant to bring everyone together and go roaring into battle. That was from 20 years ago, the end of a championship era at Nebraska, when Scott Frost, the current coach, played quarterback. That is national champion caliber testosterone that you hear. No snowflakes allowed. Bomber made the audio clip a year ago to celebrate Frost's first spring game as coach, but it still applies this year. Nebraska once again sold out its spring game in a matter of days. We're talking about a glorified practice. There are referees and the score is kept, but coaches are strolling around on the field during play. Players are shuffled back and forth between sides, depending on situations and what the coaches want to work on. Yet more than 80,000 people will buy a $10 ticket to fill Lincoln Memorial Stadium to get a football fix to last through the spring and summer until the 2019 season begins in September. It's a circus atmosphere, a festive atmosphere. It's the upside of what I was talking about on Throwback Thursday regarding the national anthem as part of Big Red Football and the national sports experience. Don't worry, I'm not getting political today. I'm just focused on the fun today. Well, I won't get political, but I will get conservative in a broadly philosophical way. Nebraska will host some high school recruits today and try to impress them. But Nebraska has never attracted the flashiest, highest rated recruits. Nebraska succeeded by making good players great through, as Frost said, nose to the grindstone work ethic, outworking and out-toughing opponents. Part of the formula was including enough homegrown kids to keep that unique Nebraska edge. Numerous coaches who faced Nebraska in the 70s, 80s, and 90s said part of the problem with playing Nebraska was that you not only got beaten up that day, but you were hurting for several weeks. It could really mess up a season. What you hear in Frost's voice is a vintage Nebraska stoic passion. Those sound like opposites, stoicism and passion. Let me explain. The first people who settled here needed both to survive, stoicism and passion. You had to be stable, 
solid, couldn't get too worked up about the triumphs or the setbacks. But you also had to have passion, drive, a relentless work ethic, and will to prevail over whatever obstacles nature or your fellow man threw at you. It's in our state DNA in Nebraska, and Iowa, and other places in the Midwest. I'll play that sound clip again before signing off. For Nebraska fans my age, 56, and older, Frost's tone sounds very much like that of his coach and mentor, legendary Nebraska football coach Tom Osborne. Those not properly marinated in Husker lore may not understand. Osborne often sounded bored, half asleep, when talking. Even on the sidelines coaching games packed with dramatic moments, Osborne was famously stoic. TV announcers would chuckle and ask, is he up by two touchdowns? Behind by two touchdowns? Did his team just score or give up a score? You can't tell. He just keeps chewing that piece of gum, staring intently at the field, and talking calmly into his headset. Those coaching with or playing for Osborne said he could tell a second or two after the ball was snapped by the initial movements of players on both sides, whether the play he just called for his offense would succeed or fail. He already was formulating the next play before the current one concluded. Total focus, total concentration, and fierce, ferocious will to win. So when you listen to Frost, be assured that he is not bored or on autopilot. He's a Nebraskan. He's all about substance rather than style. And when I said I would get conservative in the broadest sense, listen to the substance of what Frost says. There is no substitute for the fundamentals. We had a string of coaches preceding Frost who thought schemes ruled. We had two offensive geniuses and a defensive guru who had lots of complicated formations and coverages and excuses. They did not bring in the right kind of players, or they didn't develop players properly, or didn't develop them at all, as we have discovered under Mike Riley, the coach immediately preceding Frost. Players weren't putting in the required time and effort, in the weight room, on the practice field, in film study of their own strengths and weaknesses and those of opposing teams. There was no unconditional commitment to excellence, no willingness to make the sacrifices necessary to be a champion. Over the last five years in college football, the national championship has been won by Ohio State, Alabama, and Clemson, with Alabama and Clemson squaring off in the title game the last four years, and each winning too. I can't help noting that the coaches of the recent championship teams have been, like Tom Osborne and Scott Frost, devout Christians. They are not saints, and there have been successful college football coaches who were not devout Christians. Yet I note that the current crop of top coaches are men of faith. I don't think that's an accident. The values that make a football team great are the same timeless, eternal, absolute values that make a family, a church, a business, or a country great. Self-reliance and personal drive combined with a willingness to do what is best for the common goal, even if it means putting the team before yourself. You have to be in it for the long game, not the quick fix. Osborne repeatedly has said that his best teams were those infused with a true sense of brotherhood, where the players owned the mission as much as the coaches. 
held each other accountable, and made whatever sacrifice necessary for the cause to succeed. Of course, the secret sauce in such a recipe is that when you pledge to make any sacrifice necessary for the team, you end up doing things as an individual that you never thought possible. Nebraska football is fun again and representative of the best in state spirit again. There's a reassuring sense that Scott Frost, while bursting with cutting-edge 21st century offensive schemes, also brings to the process an old-school understanding that football still comes down to the basics, blocking and tackling. And you better have a solid foundation in the fundamentals if you want the cause to succeed. All right, one more time. Nebraska football used to be built on being physical, being tough, and working harder than the other team. Um, and there's some pieces that have been missing here that we're going to try to get back. The Nebraska that I knew and the strength and conditioning and what was expected of them and what kids look like physically, um, that's not really what we're walking back into, but that's what Zach Duvall is here for. And I, I think we got guys on the team that can be great offensive linemen, but we got to go to work in the weight room. We got to cut our body fat. We got to eat right. We got to get stronger and we got to get in better shape. The goal is going to be simple. It's going to be to get better day by day to get better. A lot of people say they have the best fans in the country. Uh, I think selling out a spring game in three days uh, kind of puts that argument to bed. Can't believe there's going to be 85,000 for a spring game, uh, but that's Nebraska, so go Big Red. Day by day, day by day, we get better and better. 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 That's a good approach to life as well as football. I'm Chip Maxwell. That's your Sports Saturday on Check with Chip. Thank you for listening. Oh, and go Big Red.